0: Hey y'all, I'm your host Tamage, and welcome to Rewatch, a podcast where I binge watch your favorite shows as fast as I can. In last week's episode, we chatted about the highlights of seasons one through three of Living Single, and this week we are rounding out the series with the last 37 episodes. So I started watching season four on Thursday, February 16th, and finished the series on Tuesday, February 21st. I did these in a reasonable amount of time for sure. Not as much life was getting in the way, if you know what I mean. So these last two seasons are shorter than the previous ones. As I mentioned before, season one, two, And three are 27 episodes each, totaling in 81 episodes. I told y'all I had a tough time getting through those. On the other hand, these were so easy. I did find myself getting a little bummed out because I was coming to the end of this incredible show. Because this was the end and the seasons were shorter, I found myself taking longer and more detailed notes. All right, let's get into it. Oh, and as always, there will be spoilers. Season four opens up in the girl's apartment with Sinclair freaking out because she hasn't seen Overton since he rode off on the horse to go get the mugger. All right, I'm going to pause right there because I just have to say it. Everybody in this episode is so tan, like they must have had a good summer or something They went on the sun the entire time because wow. Anyway, soon a knock on the door brings him and a horse cop. And yes, that's what I would call him. Because it's funny. Overton did catch up with the guy, but doesn't get the ring. They have to go down to the police station and identify the mugger. And somehow, Sinclair runs in the lineup and attacks the mugger. Meanwhile, all this is going on. Flavor is being sued for defamation. The music guy, Russell, accused a band of stealing a song, and they decided to sue the company for $10 million. First of all, Flavor barely has $10,000, so obviously they can't pay that. So Max gets Khadijah a lawyer to help her out. He's literally useless, but Russell somehow saves the day by flipping it and reversing it and proving that the song was stolen. Finally, the police find the stolen goods and Overton proposes right there on the spot in the middle of the police station. And after telling everybody to shut up, of course, and obviously she says yes. After three seasons, our favorite couple is tying the knot. After the incredible finale and passionate cliffhanger, the season opener, in my opinion, was lackluster. It kind of dragged a bit. Season four does have some great highlights. That brings me to my favorite episode this season, episode 15, titled back in the day. This episode is just so good. It reminded me of season one and that it was so refreshing and original to have after watching a hundred episodes. It was nice to see what the squad's life was like before we landed in their fictional lives. So anyway, the episode opens with all the girls getting ready in the bathroom. And yes, even Max is there too. They're prepping for an award show that Khadija is being honored at for her journalism. Sinclair has a giant perfume bottle. Max needs to borrow some pantyhose and Regine is plucking and waxing, you know, double things. We enter the flashback which is set about five years previously. Max is a roommate with Khadija and Regine. She is rocking a bob and instead of her normal power suit she is wearing some overalls. I'm assuming it's the late 80s because Regine is looking like she just dipped out of the Rhythm Nation video. Kyle is still wearing his African prints but now he's got a fro instead of his normal locks. Also, Regine and Kyle are dating at this time. It's so weird. Like, we've seen them be great as friends, but as a couple, it's odd to watch. Even though low-key, they have great chemistry together. Max and Kyle's banter is still full in effect. Khadija is rocking her motherland, Prince, as well. She's on the verge of starting flavor, but it doesn't have a name quite yet. But for right now, she is delivering pizzas. She comes home one night and Max and Regine are in a tumble down the stairs, witch, snatch, and bite. And all the ruckus sends the guys into the apartment with Overton rocking a flat top and a sweater vest. After that fight, Max moves out and Regine dumps Kyle. And a little while later, Sinclair arrives with her giant troll doll stuffed into Khadijah's Jeep. The second that Overton sees Sinclair, he's in love. It really was love at first sight for him. He literally tells Kyle, Today, I met the woman I'm gonna marry Sinclair starts working for Flavor as it's up and running now and in her typical ditzy fashion she's ruined some things for Khadijah so she wants her to leave town to make it up to Khadijah she somehow on the streets of New York runs into basketball superstar Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and gets him to agree to be Flavor's cover story this is the end of the flashbacks and we're permanently back in the present timeline the group on the way to the ceremony somehow run into boxer Evander Holyfield on the subway they finally get to the award show, and Khadija gets to make her speech, which is incredibly heartfelt. The episode ends exactly as the pilot, with the girls singing and dancing to the Temptations, My Girl. I think I like this episode so much because it was like a pilot 2.0, a prequel even. We got to meet the characters for the first time all over again, and I love that. Alright, so it was really hard choosing a favorite character for season 4. There's just so many episodes where everyone gets to shine, and with shine comes glamour. May- making Regine my favorite character of season four. I feel like she has an incredible growth arc over several different episodes. One in particular I think she is amazing in is episode three when she breaks up with her boyfriend, Keith, the artist who, if you've been watching along with me, was the guy that her mom caught her up on the roof hooking up with in season three. Essentially, he's just kind of nonchalant about the relationship and isn't putting any effort into making her feel wanted and cha, i have been there it's exhausting but this ain't about me the girl essentially begs the man to fight for her and he just doesn't and then he has the audacity to ask her to be friends afterward i'm so glad she stood up for herself and moved on because she knows that she deserves better there's another episode where she's on jury duty and won't budge on her verdict which she ends up being right about by the way she was really giving el woods in that episode and i love that for her she loses her job and literally creates one for herself as an event planner and kills it at every single party. Like, how could you not love her this season? She's just radiating girl power. Alright, enough of me fawning over Regine. Let's get to my least favorite character of the season. It's Kyle. There's just so many episodes when he's just kind of being a jerk. And at one point, he's being incredibly classist to Overton because his little brother considers being a handyman like him. He goes to his class reunion and confronts his bully. And it turns out that the bully has led a horrible life post high school and is literally homeless. He finds that out after he went off on him in front of the entire school. Yes, the guy deserved it, but it was incredibly mean. But it... kyle's defense he did try to apologize to the man the most shocking part of the season for me was finding out that max and kyle were hooking up again i truly 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 did not see that coming and it quite literally came out of nowhere like one day they're just kissing behind a door what i feel like the writers could have gave it more of a slow burn you know some flirtatious looks every now and then some flirty banter but not too flirty, because, you know, it's them. But then, all of a sudden, we get them sneaking away for a weekend, like them being locked in that room showed us nothing but how they aren't ready for a relationship. I'm also gonna just say it. Kissing your friends with benefits is weird, or am I the only one who thinks that? It just seems awkward. Like, it would complicate things to me. Stealing kisses is a romantic activity, and these are two people who are just trying to have a physical relationship, and I feel like kissing and all that leads to love. Don't get me wrong. I love them together, but don't tell me they hate each other, but they're constantly doing lovey-dovey stuff. Pick one writers. Obviously, I can't end season four without talking about Overton and Sinclair's nuptials. I get it's a sitcom, but they literally get engaged and we see very, very little planning going into the wedding. This is the second to last shortest season and we only get three episodes of wedding content. Like maybe they were trying to get more men to watch the show so they got less wedding stuff, but I needed way more than what we got. The second to the last episode was literally a filler episode. It was completely unnecessary and could have went in at any point of the series, in my opinion. It was about Khadijah and her dad repairing their relationship. That's all. Like, the big wedding is the next episode. Why would they not do something about it? We could have an emergency dress episode or even a two-parter. Most weddings, I feel like, are two-part episodes on sitcoms because they know their fans deserve the happiness for their favorite couple. Their wedding, obviously, was amazing. We got to see our two favorite characters get hitched, and then it ended. I wanted more from the wedding, too. Now that I've complained about the lack of wedding stuff, let's talk about the actual wedding episode. We get some repeat characters. We get to see Overton sister as well as the couple's parents again. Kyle is tired of sneaking around with Max and wants a real relationship with her. He tries to have a serious conversation with her about it and she is still not ready. For some reason, Max treats love like she's been destroyed by it, which we don't get much of a backstory of her other relationships because Kyle is her only big relationship and it ended because of her! So we don't really know why she's so hateful towards love. Kyle tells Max that he has a job offer in London. I don't know if they already knew TC was leaving by this time but it's giving that they did. Max eventually breaks down after years of hiding it and tells Kyle that she loves him before she walks down the aisle. Speaking of aisle, Sinclair's dress coming down the aisle of that church was truly a moment. The dress was perfect for her. It was 90s but timeless. I feel like it could have definitely been something I could see on Brides today. And the fact that Kyle and Khadija sang a duet for their wedding, what a wonderful way to end the season. Now, on to season five, the final season. The credits are different. Like they changed a little bit last season but that was really subtle this time it's really noticeable because the group's dancing together is all gone the season opens up with overton and sinclair leaving for their honeymoon back at the girls apartment they are trying to find a new roommate to replace sinclair because her and overton got their own place they end up agreeing on trip a guy that Russell knows. Meanwhile, Overton and Sinclair are having a not so good time on their honeymoon because of an abrasive cruise director. Post wedding, Max and Kyle are in his room and he gives her a plane ticket to London to join him. She's obviously taken aback. And the next thing you know, she's at the girl's apartment, trashing it out of anger, just smashing everything. For what reason she didn't do this at her own apartment? I do not know. She obviously is very hurt about him leaving, and that's the real reason behind all of this. The episode ends back with Overton and Sinclair. They're stuck on a deserted island because they snuck on for some adult time from the rest of the group, and the ship left without them. TC leaves the series in the next episode. We'll talk about why later. I'm going to switch up the format a little bit for a second and go straight to my least favorite character. His name is Trip. Kyle is replaced by Trip and it's really obvious that he couldn't fill Kyle's shoes because now the group feels off balance, even with the addition of a new male character. Bringing a character into a series that is ending is such an awkward thing and he doesn't have any chemistry with the rest of the cast and that's something that takes at least a full season to do. In my opinion, I feel like if they have moved Russell to the main cast, it would have been a better balance because he's actually someone who's interacted with all of the characters and he has good chemistry with all of them. With True being there, I thought he would end up with either Khadijah or Regine. so when he didn't end up with either one of them and And ended up with a random girl that they brought in, like, in one of the last few episodes. I was low-key confused. I feel like with more development, Tripp could have been way better. But he was simply a waste of a character. When we could have just pivoted and focused more on concrete individual storylines. Y'all, this whole season was so rushed. Yes, everybody got their happy ending, and I'm glad about that. But the cast and the characters and the fans deserved better. It's pretty obvious that they got the cancellation notice right towards the beginning... Middle-ish of the season because they were giving us similar storylines to previous seasons with just a little bit more comedy and then it felt like they got canceled and pivoted to wrapping up all the storylines. Let me pause on the complaining. Let's get some happy stuff. Though season five was the shortest, it was still hilarious. We get Overton and Sinclair's new love shack, which interestingly changes sets after they show it the first time. We get to see Khadijah. I guess we could call it Hi, because somebody, Max, roofied her with tranquilizers. Max kind of goes through like a quarter-life crisis. Regine, after all her years of man-searching, finds the perfect guy and gets engaged. Then we never see her again. We gonna talk about that too later. The boys go on a road trip. And speaking of trip, he kind of falls in love in like 2.5 episodes. So I guess that's great for him. And Sinclair joins an improv troupe. They definitely put a lot into these last final episodes. Was it all good? No but I still had fun. That brings me around to my favorite character this season. Our normal resident fun goofy guy Overton takes the final round as my favorite character. This season brings us grown up Overton as he's a married man now with responsibilities. With Kyle's exit left a mature hole to fill and Overton swooped right in and got it. He's supportive of his wife in every way even when she wants to pretend to be a guy to get into the troop. He even goes as far as training her to be more dude-like. He's got great advice for everyone whenever they need it. He's just an all-around good dude this season. Now, let's talk about my favorite episode of the final season, which is episode 6 titled Up the Ladder Through the Roof. Surprise, it's another throwback episode, mm, kind of. Well, technically it's a dream sequence themed in the past. Well, anyway, the episode starts with Overton and Sinclair showing off their yard sale haul, which I didn't know yard sales were a thing in New York. But in their hall, they have a bunch of old school records and brought them over to play on Khadija's Barbie record player. Everyone is over and they're just vibing to some 60s music and Khadija comes down and is being a stick in the mud and goes to sit in the hall and ends up falling asleep on the stairs. She dreams that her and the girls are in a 60s girl group called the Flavorettes. They're trying to get discovered at a gig with Max as their lead singer and are doing pretty well until Max gets tangled in the microphone cord as she's stuck flailing and flopping on the ground. Khadija saves the show by singing lead. Her performance impresses a manager who gets them a slot at the Apollo Theater. Baby, the drama. The girls are fighting because Khadija is all stuck up now and is smashing the new manager allegedly. Max is like tweaking out of insanity and anger of losing her spot and they finally get on stage to perform. And let me just say I'm obsessed. They sang and danced to the Supreme song Up the Ladder to the Roof which is literally my new obsession. I've listened to like 20 different versions of the song and I love it so much. I even made my mom watch the original Ed Sullivan performance and the living single version because I'm a crazy person. Alright I'm spiraling. But the episode ends with Khadijah waking up from her dream with the song playing in the background. She rejoins the friends and dances with them, and then the episode ends. Oh, I forgot the major cameo in this episode. The singer who is warming up the crowd is the Shaka Khan. The bloopers at the end credits has the cast and her singing and having a good time. She can't even finish singing the words because she's laughing so hard at everybody. All right, guys, we're nearing the end, and it's time to talk about the series finale. But before I can do that, I have to mention one little thing from the penultimate episode, and that's that we find out Max is pregnant, which for me, I struggle with because wanting children was never anything that Max felt like she had a yearning for in the previous seasons, but sometimes that quarter-life crisis gets to you. In the finale, Max is talking about her sperm donor and how he had all these amazing characteristics, education, and whatnot, and that's why she chose him. And then Orton recognizes the name of the donor bank because Kyle has donated there before. She lists off all the characteristics and says, no, it can't be Kyle. This guy surfs. Overton quickly shoots her down by letting her know that Kyle dropped that casual little lie in his profile so he could find an active prospective mother for his child to create a super baby. So essentially all the math is math and it's confirmed that Kyle is her baby's donor dad. Max is obviously upset because she felt like she escaped him but now she'll end up with a piece of him forever. The gang tries to figure out a way that they can get Max to tell Kyle. At some point Max ends up running into Kyle in the hall and tells him that she's pregnant he obviously knows it's not his because he's been gone for five months and she's not that far along she doesn't tell him who the father is though Overton is essentially forced to do that which in my opinion I don't think was his place to do but because he's someone who loves them both very much it's an understandable choice Max ends up on the roof hiding from Kyle after she finds out he knows and Khadija tells him where she is so they can have a real conversation about this they finally get there happily ever after after finally deciding to choose each other for the right reasons I don't know, but I didn't write the show. The series ends after the clock strikes midnight on New Year's and everybody leaves the apartment for the last time. Including Khadijah, who leaves with Scooter, her true love, saying goodbye to the apartment and to all of us for the last time. Well, y'all, that's the end of Living Single. After five seasons and 118 episodes, the show was over. The show was canceled, but at least we got a proper ending for most of our characters. We didn't get to see Regine one last time because Kim Fields left the show, citing that it wasn't the same anymore and that her heart was no longer in it. I really hate that because I thought the series would end at her wedding day because we spent so much time with her trying to find love. And when she finally found it in two episodes, might I add, we never see her again. And I feel like Regine and the fans deserved a fabulous wedding. I do know that there was a lot going on in the background creating fiction, and I understand that from an actor's point of view, it probably wasn't worth it. T.C. Carson left the show because he was simply fired and was blindsided by it. Apparently, the people behind the scenes felt that he had too much power and sway over his fellow castmates because they looked up to him as a leader and would help them stand up for themselves and so they wanted to remove him from that power. He said that he had no idea he was being fired until he watched the end of his last episode and immediately got a call from his lawyer after. I love watching every second of the show and I love that I got some of you guys to join me along the way. It was wonderful seeing a black show with such incredible characters I saw myself in over and over again. The creator Yvette Lee Bowser's overall goal was to portray black characters positively and less stereotypically stating that the women represented on Living Single are four different sides of herself, stating in an interview, I've been as ditzy as Sinclair, as superficial as Regine, and as bitter as Max, and as focused and driven as Khadijah. and from watching every single episode, I feel like that her goal was accomplished. This series was amazing, and we're going to add it to our worth-the-watch pile. Hopefully, the next one is just as good. Speaking of that, let's spin a wheel. With 81 shows on the wheel, our first episode of March will be... Reba! Uh, Reba is six seasons and 127 episodes that are about 20 to 22 minutes each. That doesn't seem too bad, but based on how this one went, I'm gonna give myself a reasonable estimation this time. About 12 days seems right. Let's hope I can accomplish it. Be sure to follow the podcast social media pages and feel free to recommend your favorite show so I can add it to the wheel and eventually watch it with y'all. I'll be sharing some fun things this week. We've got some fun facts and a quiz coming on the socials, so make sure you're paying attention for that and on top of that no normal memes and tweets that i found about the show so make sure you're following the podcast on instagram at RewatchPod and twitter at RewatchPod. underscore lastly please rate the pod five stars and share with anyone who you think would be interested anyways back to binging try and catch me